0: Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan. And today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She is the founder of Rise and Make Waves. And I'm super excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Christina Cheng. Christina, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Hi,
1: Sheena. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I appreciate it.
1: I am a lawyer turned entrepreneur, and I started Rise and Make Waves where I could focus on empowering our Asian Pacific Islander women to rise above all of the challenges in our lives, career, and every day and make waves as we go.
0: I love the name Rise and Make Waves, and it's definitely our time to rise up and become the leader that we're meant to be. So I really love your name and what you stand for. And Tina, what's your cultural background?
1: I am Chinese, Filipino, and like a lot of us, a little mixed in there, Malaysian and Indonesian. I, my family's from Hawaii, and I actually grew up in Guam.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote?
1: Wow. There's, so there's a lot of quotes that I love, but one of the ones I love is, fear doesn't prevent death, it prevents life. And that's a quote from Buddha.
0: I love that because for me, I'm, I feel that way. Fear stops me from making moves, uh, you know, taking action, forging my own path. And if you don't have the right support system, you'll be stuck in that that place of fear where you just don't want to try anything. And so really, instead of fearing for death, we're just fearing not being able to live the life that we choose to. So I really love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence?
1: So self-confidence, I think, is knowing who you are without caring about what others think. But at the same time, accepting where you are without seeing it as a reflection of who you are. So I know that a lot of us, you know, we we bank on who we are about where we are in our life. And that's that could um, take away from our self-confidence. But really, we need to just feel that we just know who we are, regardless of where you're at, what you're doing, and who even cares.
0: That's a great definition. And I know it's easier said than done, but that is why it takes work on our part to learn to let go of that, right? And especially when you're an entrepreneur starting out something new, of course, that's going to get to us. It's like, oh, no, I got to start from zero. Oh, you know, I haven't made money yet. Oh, you know, I just started. I don't know what's going on, but that's okay, right? Because you're a lot more courageous and confident than you realize. Not a lot of people have the guts to go out there uh, and start something new, right? Start from scratch. And so that takes a lot of uh, work on our part as well. And I think we have to learn to celebrate that because I think we take those little things for granted. And it's like, if you can go out there and start something new, regardless of your circumstances, imagine what else you can accomplish. So I really love that definition that you mentioned. And Tina, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? it was crazy.
1: And not saying that I'm completely 100% there.
0: We all are a work in
1: progress. But it was a continuous internal struggle. Like I didn't know who I was, I lost my identity. And really, at the at the lowest point, I was wasn't working, and I was a full time mom. And so I didn't know what I wanted. I had other people's ideas and expectations in my head. And I thought self sacrifice was the best way to be the best mom, wife, sister, daughter and friend. And every once in a while, my true self would peek out, but then I would just kind of get shut down, not only from society, but also my own guilt of being a mom.
0: Yeah, I think we all go through that, that internal struggle, not feeling enough, feeling like we have to serve every single person in the world and we forget to, you know, focus on ourselves, right? When it comes to learning to take care of ourselves, learn to love ourselves, that's something that we're not taught. And that's the most important thing because we're going to get burnt out trying to be the perfect mom, the perfect daughter, the perfect best friend for everybody else. And, you know, in our culture, that's all we're taught, right, to always serve others and then we forget ourselves in the process. Um, and I think that's something most women, especially Asian women, can relate to. And, you know, what was that point in your life when you realized you had enough? You know, you were out there ready to, you know, forge your own path, create, rise and make waves. So was that aha moment.
1: So really, when I really thought, think about that, it was sitting in a courtroom during my divorce. And I'm one of those angry criers. I'm a very kind of passionate person. And so I cry all the time. And I was trying not to show my tears. And actually the opposing counsel said to the judge, look at her. All she does is cry. And it really was at that moment that I I kind of, well, I broke down, but also thought, wow, that is, I am, I'm done. That's enough. You know, so, I mean, of course there was so much more that had built up to that point, not only with my divorce, but for some reason that was my breaking point. I just had had enough.
0: Yeah, and I, we all go through some form of breaking points, right? And it's it's sad that as women, you know, we're, society is a lot harsher on us, right? If we cry, it's like we're seen as a crybaby. But it's like, that's how we're feeling at that moment. And they should just understand that this is a tough situation. And if we need to cry it out, we should be able to cry it out. Um, But I want to also know a little bit about you know, what made you decide to start Rise and Make Waves, start your own path? Because it's not always easy, especially in in our community, right? We're always taught to go get a good job, never rock the boat. And then anything we do outside of that is considered crazy. But, you know, what made you decide to forge your path, move forward?
1: Well, I think, you know, you get to a point in your life and I had been thinking about what I had been through ever since I had arrived in the States, you know, when I was 17. And there's so many things that had contributed to my lack of self-confidence and the fact that I lost my identity. And it really is going back to my roots and rediscovering myself again, finding myself again, and realizing that I am this strong Asian Pacific Islander woman, and I want to help others because at the time I didn't have that support system. I didn't have, you know, a friend who was, who understood the nuances of being an Asian Pacific Islander woman in this, at that time, and also in my circumstances. And so I want to be there and, and uh, encourage and empower us again.
0: I love it. And I love that you mentioned, you know, just going back to your roots, setting that foundation, because it's so important, right? We can go out there and forge our own path. But if we don't have a foundation set, you know, unlearning the things we learned unlocking the traumas, figuring out why we're resisting, uh, we won't be able to move forward, right? It's like you want to learn how to, you know, do self-defense, but if your mindset's not in it, you're not going to throw the best punch or the best kick and you won't be able to defend yourself. So sometimes being able to go back to the basics or starting from, you know, square one helps us realize what we're meant to do and then we can move forward. And, you know, because of your realizations, what's your life been like now?
1: It's been much more fun. (laughs) And I, you know, I started speaking up for myself. And I wanted to set an example for my kids as well. And just the act of speaking up for myself, reignited my confidence. And it doesn't always work out the way that I want it to, right. But that's not really the point. It's more the journey, right? They say, instead of the result or outcome, it's the journey. And so me actually stepping up, and standing up for myself has just little actions to add it on and reignited my confidence and so therefore i'm able to do more than what i used to do
0: i love that and it's basically what what your company is about right rise and make waves sometimes we got to speak up for ourselves we got to stand up for ourselves because really it's not about just us it's for our community it's for our current and future generations who need a role model someone to look up to sometimes someone to realize like it's okay to speak up it's okay to share your opinions it's okay to call out the injustices we go through because if none of us do it, nothing will ever happen. And we're, you know, going through the same cycle every single generation, and that's not what we want. That's not what we want, especially in twenty twenty two, right? So, so I love everything that you mentioned, and you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her?
1: I would say to remember that you are enough. And that you are unstoppable and just kind of remember who you are and keep going. So to really stay true to yourself and keep your identity and don't let all the external you know, words that keep hitting us go very deep. And every step you take will reignite your confidence. Like you always have had that confidence in yourself. You just don't didn't remember where it was. And so the little steps that you take will help you. Reignite it and re it. And then your confidence will just flow again.
0: I love that. That's some great tips and advice that you mentioned. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, or they want to learn to rise and make waves on their own, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with?
1: So I have my website, it's riseandmakewaves.com. And on LinkedIn, you can find me under Tina Ching, T-I-N-A-C-H-I-N-G. I'd love to connect with anybody.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Christina, you can also head on over to the Tao dot com and search for Christina's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Christina today for taking the time to share her story and tips and wisdom with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Tina.
1: Thank you, Sheena. I really appreciate it. And I love what you're doing with the Tao of self-confidence.
0: Uh, thank you so much. And it was such an honor to have you on our show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.